Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Donkey Donkey Connection, the podcast where David and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. Tonight, we will be going over the August 24th edition of Monday Night Raw. Um, just a quick announcement before we jump into our recap. Um, we will not be doing a Wednesday Night Wars recap this week because NXT is on Wednesday. Uh, AEW is on Thursday this week. Plus, Thursday is my girlfriend's birthday, so I will be spending time with her. But we will recap both on Friday, and then we will do our SmackDown recap on Saturday, as normal. And then, I don't know, I haven't discussed this with you, Payback. Do we want to do a recap Monday, or do we want to just throw that in with Raw on Tuesday? I would just... Uh, I'd say throw it in, because it's it's just Payback. Yeah. it's, it's Unless ju- something dramatic yeah. happens. I mean, we can always just post about it, but... I mean, they're, they're booking some good matches. There's some really good matches for this. Yeah. One of them, actually, two of them, a good bit of them were announced tonight. Yeah, um, because of what happened tonight. Uh, one of which includes a brand new debuting on Monday Night Raw professional wrestler. Yes, Keith Lee. Yeah, even though they kind of repackaged him very weirdly. Yeah, new music, new music, new, new attire. attire. Which I don't like the music, but that's because I'm so. I'm. I Bass love his limitless. His it's so good. His they, limitless theme, but I don't mind the attire. Uh, don't I, give him the basketball shorts. Give him more like compression short trunks, like he's had. Like he's had. Just how's because, this? Because take the, Keith Lee from NXT, and then what you do is you just lift him up, and then you just drop him right on Raw. The exact same character. Yeah. Don't. That's change the anything. character that you brought into Survivor Series. Yeah. That's the character you brought into the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And that is the character you've been pushing. Since yeah. last year's Survivor Series yep. and all the takeover stuff and post um Saudi. Yeah. Okay. Don't change the character. There's no need. People have bought into who Keith Lee is as a character and what he can do in the ring. He doesn't need basketball shorts or skirts or whatever the hell he's wearing. He doesn't need a change to his music. No. He is the limitless Keith Lee. Yeah. Continue to present him that way. Yeah. Because otherwise Fans will not get behind him. No, because of the same fans that got excited on TakeOver to see him as the Limitless Keith Lee and saw the promo package for him showing up on Raw was excited for that Keith Lee. Correct. Not a new Keith Lee. There's a reason why there was a jump in the ratings this week. Because Keith Lee was showing up. Obviously, it's post-SummerSlam, so you're always expecting something, so you're always expecting a jump in the ratings. But this was a big jump. But this was a big jump. And on top of it, you knew Keith Lee was showing up. You don't want people to turn it, tune in to see Keith Lee show up, and then you've completely repackaged him in less than two days from a pay-per-view where he was yeah, just the now, one was Keith Lee. I wouldn't call this a repackage because it's still Keith Lee. Right, He's he, not, did, he, he doesn't have he, a new character. Okay, but he did not walk out. He didn't walk out to the same music. Exactly. He didn't walk out in the same attire. It just didn't fit. It, it didn't look right. Like, for example... We jumped the shock a little bit, but the, the night opens up with Drew McIntyre walking out, okay? Yeah. First of all, we talked about it yesterday, but we didn't talk about it on the podcast. They changed his theme music with the two swords clinking against each other at the yeah. beginning. They gave Ricochet the little shot that goes off and yeah, stuff like the that. Pew. They they Whatever. They do little things. The Aleister Black, they added the creaking. Yes. So They th- did their main roster stuff. Yes. This is what they do with main roster. So 
McIntyre comes out and is having a grand old time with the with the with the TV. Oh, he's loving it. He's Dude, living it up. He's like, I want to see everybody's thumbs, thumbs up, and everyone's giving thumbs up. Yeah, it took, it, it took like a ten second delay, but then everybody's got their thumbs up and yeah. stuff like that. And he's having a great time, and I love the fact that he basically called out the finish to his match with Randy Orton. He also called out SummerSlam's finish itself, that, saying that I've been that, carrying the company while other people just sat on the sidelines. Yes, calling out Roman Reigns. Yes, so. I like that he did those things because that's the champion that we've had this entire time, and that's the champion that I've been enjoying this entire yeah. time. So he kind of almost gives Randy Orton the the pity rematch. Yeah, like, I'll give you your rematch. I know you you're going to beg for one, so yeah. I'll just say we'll just do it someday. I know. I beat you with a backslide. and You it, never saw it coming. Yeah, so... We'll just I'll just give you the rematch, and Randy was having none of it. Because after Drew made his way back up the ramp, he was facing the crowd, I put in quotes, kind of living it up. Just Randy Orton just comes in and beats the living hell out of Drew. Yep. Throws him into the LED board. Yep. Throws him into Gorilla. Not one, but two punts. He, the referees have to push him, push Randy away, get him away. Yes. Then he's in the back. Being interviewed by who's the new person does the interviews back there now? Michaela Char I don't it's know. It's not Charlie. It's not Charlie. Charlie's been Carson. there forever. Yeah, Michaela something. So they're doing the interview with him and she basically asks him, you know, why'd you do what you did? And he doesn't even answer. He just walks back out yeah. to the ring. And that's when we get the Keith Lee. Well, not yet. No, 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 but what I'm saying, I'm just yeah. I'm just touching that base. That happened later on in the yeah, show, yeah. I'm just touching base on that whole yeah. piecemeal segment. Like ask um, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah. Doesn't say anything. Well, he says, you'll hear what I'm about to say for myself and just walks to the ring because yeah. he's going to do it in the ring. Um, but the next segment was, uh, we had a backstage segment between Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, well, where at least, at least they ended the, the Oscar Shayna Baszler tag team. Yeah. <laughs> that lasted what? A week. A week. Yeah. Now it's Nia. Shayna. <laughs> I guess um, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Actually... Uh, WWE tweeted that. No, they didn't tweet it. They put it as their Instagram caption. You're joking. I'm not kidding. I will pull it up right now and show it to you. Wow. Okay. Sure. Um, but basically what it was is um, uh, Nia Jax gets interviewed and she's said, back from asked, suspension like, and stuff like where, that. Where were you? Uh, why are you here? You're not supposed to be here. You're suspended. Yada, yada, yada. Huh. Cool. Um, Great minds think alike, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you're not supposed to be here. And then she basically says that, well, th- the only thing I had to do to get unsuspended was to go find Pat Buck. And she's like being real sensual about this. And then she just yells, apologize. Because she says all she had to do was apologize to Pat Buck and she's unsuspended just like that. Is that how it really works? <laughs> I don't uh, know. I don't know. I mean... I mean, I guess it worked for her. I guess. I mean, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. I, I've been... I've been saying this for some time, and I had a discussion um, with a non-wrestling fan about sh- about Mrs. Uh, Nia Jax and how she was brought up all wrong. And he didn't understand what I was talking about because he's not a big wrestling fan. But I explained to him like this. If one out of every ten people who step in the ring with somebody gets hurt, that person does not belong on the main roster. Yeah, no. It belongs in developmental until... Until she can be safe. Yes. And I understand. She's far larger than every other female on the roster. Yeah. So you need to put her up against somebody who can hold their own. That's why this whole Baszler 
Jax thing as a tag team just doesn't fit. I no. want to see them two going head to head. Yeah, because Shayna would be the kind of person that can take the attacks from Nia. Yeah. Unlike someone like Kyrie, who was tiny. Yeah, and was getting hurt Demolished. every time Nia even touched her with an index <clears throat> finger. I think it was three times that Kyrie was injured now, because of Nia. Now, we need to also state Kyrie did have injury problems yes. outside of just Nia. So we're not just trying to say Nia always hurt Kyrie. No, it's, Kyrie did have injury problems, but whenever she faced Nia, Nia there's there a reason to be a There's a reason why they can't do buckle bombs anymore because yeah. Nia Jax completely botched one with Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Yes, Seth Rollins hurt Sting with a buckle bomb. He separated Finn Balor's shoulder, shoulder with, a buckle, with a buckle bomb that was on the outside of the ring. But Sting already said that wasn't his fault. No. That wasn't Rollins' fault. He took it wrong. And Bala said the exact same thing. He braced wrong. He put his arm out too far. That's it. He separated his shoulder. So Rollins does get a, a pass, even though he shouldn't necessarily get one. But one of Rollins' best moves is the buckle bomb. Yeah. I mean, they were setting up for it at SummerSlam. We didn't even talk about that. In the Mysterio match, he was setting up for it. And Mysterio re- reversed it into a, a Hurricane Rana, into, yeah. the, into the buckles. You know what I mean? So... Because somebody's negligence in the ring, somebody who needs to just be trained better, is now all of a sudden just, okay, yeah, she apologizes. She doesn't need to be there. She, no. she doesn't. She doesn't. She she needs time to continue to develop. Do what you want with her. I mean, technically, you're bringing in one of her cousins, right? You're bringing in Dwayne The Rock Johnson's daughter. Yeah. She's a, why don't you just bring the two of them in together? Do like this whole family thing. Maybe have yeah. the Usos join into it. Have Naomi join into it. Do like this. Bring Tamina back into that. Exactly. Just do have this it be the big Samoan like, dynasty. Samoan Samo dynasty. Clan do again. something like that, and and it gives Nia a little bit more time because Dwayne's daughter is not going to be up in no in six months, nine months, twelve months, eighteen months. She's going to take her time down in NXT. Yeah. Is that unfair to continue to put the Usos on the back burner? Well, I mean, currently we're only seeing. Jay Uso, right? Yeah, I think J- Jimmy's hurt. Jimmy's not around. Um, n- finally, they're doing some some things with Naomi on um on SmackDown, but everything that she's doing is like, I mean, she had the challenge this past week, the beat the clock, thing, yeah, beat yeah. the clock thing, and she actually pinned Bailey, which was which awesome. is huge, which is big because Bailey retained. Yeah, so S- that could be another future setup, feud. Yeah, exactly. But back to back to Raw, um, whatever. Baszler and yeah. Jackson out friends and well. They weren't. They kind of had this back and forth yeah. beef kind of thing. But Shayna went down to the ring, um, for her match against Bailey, um, which that match didn't last five minutes nope. because Shayna came out, not Shayna, uh, Nia came out and actually attacked Shayna, uh, giving her the DQ win, and then both um, Bailey and Banks attacked Shayna. Nia ran in, or it was vice versa, like they attacked Nia and Shayna ran in, or whatever. Kind of setting up this them teaming up against yeah, Bailey and enemy Banks. Yeah, my enemy is my friend thing. Which that's the uh, that's the match going into payback for the yeah. tag team titles. So at least they took Oscar out of that. I'm happy that they took yeah. Oscar out of that. Yeah, because they're gonna have. I th- I think this is Oscar moving on from these two. I think so too. Because after the end of tonight's match, um, this is the move on. This is her moving on. Yeah, from, after the lumberjack match. Two. Yeah, yeah. Next, we had the Kevin Owens show. So good. This was the segment of the night. It was. If unless you take the, I, I've heard some people who weren't happy with the whole um, 
Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Keith Lee thing. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it because of what happened to McIntyre. Yeah. You, you got what you were, what you almost kind of wanted at SummerSlam. Yeah. Like, I would have, personally, I would have loved to seen Orton walk out of SummerSlam with the belt. Oh, I wanted I would have loved it. I would have loved it. Yeah. Give, give him, him his another, 14th reign. Yep. Give him another reign. And then it, and it allows McIntyre to go after him. And even if uh, even if he only held it for a week, just give it. Yeah, this is what we we say. You say it a lot more than I do. But faces make better chasers. Yeah, and I now I'm not saying that Drew McIntyre is not a great champion. No, he's been a great champion. I just would have liked to have seen Orton win this belt, win, win the belt again. Yeah. So back to this segment, the Kevin Owens show. So good, man. I liked that Kevin Owens was was starting to walk out. He's talking to people in the back or whatever, and then he goes up to Alice's door and knocks on the door. Bad mistake there. You never knock on Alice's no, door. You're picking a fight. Um, door opens, and he kind of just... It's almost goofy, the way he does it, where he's like, Hey, Alistair, um, you know the show... Kevin Owens' show is about to start. You, we should probably head out to the ring, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, Okay, I'll, I'll see you out there. And he starts walking back. And after like a beat, you see a hand, and it's Alistair's hand just going to grab the doorknob and close the door. Kevin goes out and says, oh, this is so cool. This is the first Kevin Owens show coming from the Thunderdome and playing the, the face he is. Yes. He's, he's that face that rubs up to the crowd. Yeah. That's why I always say I prefer Kevin Owens as a heel because he's an asshole as a heel. But I'm not a big fan of these faces who were formerly heels that just rub up to the like smiley fa- smiley baby faces. He can play both sides. He can he play can. both sides. Sami Zayn. But if he's put in the right position. like when he's, Right now is the right position. Yes, because now that Alistair turned heel, well... Fake. Well, put that out there right now. Alistair yeah. definitely turned heel last night. Oh yeah, kicked, kicked, Owens' his kicked face Owens right off. in the head. Yeah, yeah. kicked his face With that right off. Massive black mask. I love that move. Um, I think Alistair looks badass with this eye tape. I do too. I do it too. It really A fits lot. him. And what I really like is he's playing up how scared of the ring steps he is because he didn't climb up the ring steps to get in. He no. he slid in. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was really good. I thought um, it was a great segment. Again, it'll give a match. At payback of these two, which would be nice. I think it's going to be a very good match. If it I is. could see these guys fight. Yeah, it, it's weird. We continue to talk about wrestlers that we we could just see fight every you know week. Give them, give them you know, seven matches to just go at each best other. Best of seven. Just yeah. like we had Cesaro and Sheamus. Exactly. Just do Give it. us best of sevens yep. for all these like great wrestlers. Cole and Gargano. Well, we, Champa and Gargano. Yeah. Champa uh, and Cole. Uh, you had uh, Keith Lee and Dijakovic, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura, Kevin Owens and Finn Balor, all the- Samoa Joe. And you know Finn how we Bala. noticed we're naming all these NXT guys? <laughs> okay, hold on. I mean, I'm gonna go back to my era. You know, The Rock and Austin. Well, yeah. Uh, Triple H and The Rock. Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Undertaker and Mankind. Undertaker and Kane. I mean, we can do this yeah. all day. We can go when on and on and on with this. When you have the talent on your roster, which WWE has, utilize the talent. You don't need to be pushing the damn 24-7 championship. Which was the next Which is just match. garbage. It is garbage, man. I'm sorry. They had something good going. It was nice that it was kind of like this little comedy thing every once in a while. Now they're actually giving it real matches. and like yeah. it, it doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. And, and I truly blame... The surprise roll-up finishes on the 24-7 championship because it would be so much better if someone just hit a legitimate move or 
you know, bring back like one of them hand protected chair shots to the head or something like that. Yeah. So this way it actually puts someone down and then you just go on top of them. I mean, I remember the this was supposed to almost be like the the repackaging of the hardcore championship. Like Crash yeah. Holly, man. Go back yeah. and watch the clips of Crash Holly in airports in in kids' ball pits trying trying to get away from people because they're all trying to pin him because he had the belt. Yeah. It's amazing. That's what this was supposed to be. And it wasn't be. like three people going back and forth with it. No, no. Like if you had the title, you were a target. Yeah. And every single person do you was remember, going after you. Do you remember what Brock Lesnar's first appearance in WWE was? No. It was in the middle of a hardcore championship match. And he came and he laid waste to everybody in the match. Everybody in the match. That's how he introduced himself on the main roster at that time. That's dope. Okay? So that meant that anybody could have walked into the ring. Lesnar walked into the ring. He didn't want the belt. He just wanted to show how much destruction he could do. Yeah. And he was with Heyman then, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. That was before Heyman turned on him with the big show and stuff like that. Yeah. So 24-7 champion. We have a new champion. Tazawa yeah. rolled up somebody. Uh, he defeated. He rolled up Truth. Yeah. Which. It just needs to stop. Yeah. It just needs to stop. I'm sorry. Like I said, I've enjoyed it. There have been certain times where this has been a lot of fun. Um, this was not a lot This of fun. wasn't a lot of fun. It took away, again, you're taking away from people who could be actually having matches. Like, instead of having maybe, you know, arm wrestling matches in the backstage area. You yeah. know, those would be two guys I'd like to see in the ring actually Ricochet doing something. Cedric, right? Yeah, there you go. That'd yeah. be a great match. I mean, well, we'll see what happens after payback. Yeah. Because somebody's turning heel. Um, the next segment was... Um, Orton came out to the ring, yep. started to explain himself as to why he attacked McIntyre, but he didn't get long. He no, didn't get far until Keith Lee came. Until out. Keith Lee came out, new music and all, new look and all. Yep, shaved his goatee off. Yeah, shaved his entire chin strap off. Um, and then they had a match much later in much the night. later in the night. Yeah, Keith Lee challenges him. Orton says, "Okay, I'll see you later tonight," and that's basically what it boils down to. Yeah, which. We'll get to the match afterwards. Yeah. The next segment, or the next match, was Montez Ford versus Angel Garza. Another distraction finish. Because Ivar came out and... Took Garza's girlfriend away. Garza's well, girl, technically um, this wasn't a, Demi Burnett. Yeah, this technically, in my opinion, isn't a distraction finish. This is just Ivar coming out, you know, being able to woo the girl. With a turkey leg. Yeah, with a turkey leg. Um, Garza, yes, did he not pay attention or whatever? Ford hit. Ford hit his his spots. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Nobody else in the WWE is allowed to do a frog splash right now. No, nobody. Nobody's allowed. Not even Mysterios. No, they they're not allowed. As long as Montez Ford is hitting frog splashes where he's rotating 180 degrees in midair and is and is jumping at least like six or seven feet. I'm telling you right now, he could hit somebody on the outside of the ring, on the other side of the ring. Through a table with the, with the way with he with a long hit. jump, yeah. Oh my god, dude, his his. We didn't talk. He could enough. do a corner to corner frog splash. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could all day, all day. He could do that. He has such ups. It's ridiculous. It's not even funny. No, he spins around when he does them. Yeah, he does frog splashes where he's spinning in the air. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, but this was a good match. I um obviously I enjoy both Angel Gaza in the ring. I enjoyed it was a Montez quick match. It was quick. Um. But it was, again, I think it was almost to get Ford and Dawkins to kind of move on from Gaza and Andrade. Yeah, they're going to definitely have I want to see the dissension of Gaza and Andrade. It's going to start because Garza is too preoccupied and was also chomping at 
Vega tonight as well. Yeah. Where Vega was saying that <clears throat> she was, they were getting interviewed, and Vega was like trying to say, just leave me alone. I have a match to prepare for, blah, blah, blah. And I know how he said that Vega hasn't performed in many matches, but she had two back-to-back weeks. Yeah. yeah. But, um, um, and Champa was, not Champa, Garza was trying to win over, uh, was it Chuck? I think it was Charlie. Yeah, Charlie Caruso. Um, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a dissension very, very soon between these two, um, Andrade and Garza. And it's going to be because, um, Vega gets in between them. Yeah. Um, and Vega's obviously going to side with Andrade. Of course. Of course. Um, if she doesn't, that'll be really strange. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, but I I just want to see that these two get split up, personally. Yeah. I want to, because I want to see Andrade get a really good singles push. Yeah. So the next match was the reunited Riot squad of Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan with Bianca Belair against the Iconics and Zelina. Mm-hmm. This match did not last all of five minutes. The only good thing that came out of this match, Bianca Belair got the pinfall. Yes. Which she needs. Mm-hmm. She needs wins. Yep. Um... The next segment, again, arm wrestling competition. Yep, we already brought this up. Doesn't need to um, happen. No, but the I the mean, one in the the one in the ring was really good. The one good. in the ring is really good because you had Mark Henry, you know, being the uh the moderator. The moderator. And you also had Apollo Cruz and Bob Lashley. Yep. And Apollo Cruz cheated to win. He did. He did. He cheated to win. He stepped and on his foot. And then Bob with, lost a, his mind. Lost his mind, went right after him, and he split out. Yep. Which that sets up for the U.S. Championship match at Payback yep. between Bob Lashley and Apollo Crews. Yep. Which we'll get which into our Lashley, predictions. We'll get into we'll our predictions. We'll get into our predictions on Saturday. Yes. The next segment. Oh, can we just skip the Mickey James, Natalia Lana stuff? Yeah, it was bad. That was just skip. It was it was Natalia Lana making fun of Oscar and making fun skip. of the rest of the women's division, skip. and then Mickey James comes out and yep. attacks them both. You know, what? I watched <clears throat> Raw like on a delay. And as soon as I saw Lana out in the ring, skip. Yeah. I'm done. Now that Rusev's gone, she can yeah. she can bug off. Yep. Now we had the good part. Keith Lee versus Randall Keith Orton. Yep. Um But we had a DQ finish in this match. There was a DQ finish in this. That you was know, with McIntyre came McIntyre. out. Came out, attacked uh Orton. Yeah. Or, again, Orton hits him with another punt kick and this time fractures his skull. Yeah. Brain bleeding. Yep. Which sets up Lee versus Orton, Orton at, at payback. payback. I I don't mind the match. I just don't want Keith Lee to just be shoehorned into the WWE championship picture. I hope not. He that's what they're doing though. They're yeah. shoehorning him into it. Don't do that. Let him naturally progress. Yeah, give him a natural build. Give him a program eventually for do the you know- US champion. Have him challenge Bob Lashley for the US championship. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. No? Nope. Keith Lee's already gotten the rub from somebody who needs to come back and give him a final rub. Keith Lee needs to be the person to end Brock Lesnar's run on Raw. Really? Yes. You think that over him ending Reigns's? Because Reigns was the first one to give Keith Lee any recognition at Survivor Series. Correct. But you're bringing Reigns back now to just wreck shop. You don't need Keith Lee to step into the middle of that. You have not seen Brock Lesnar on television for quite some time. Yes, Paul Heyman was fired from Monday Night Raw. I understand that. But Lesnar still has a contract with WWE. He does. What bigger rub would there be to a wrestler coming up than basically getting Lesnar To have a Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar 
grudge match with grudge Keith match. Lee wins. Where Keith Lee wins and Lesnar's essentially off Raw. Move Lesnar to SmackDown at that point if you yeah. want. I know the whole idea was to keep Lesnar and The Fiend away from each other, but move him over to SmackDown. Yeah. See what happens. Write it up that way. That's where Lee gets his rub. You know what I mean? Could, and then that's what skyrockets, skyrockets him, him right to the top. Because think about it. Who did Undertaker say he wanted? To, Undertaker wanted to lose his streak originally to Edge, but he lost his streak to Brock. Okay. Everybody was mad. Okay. Did he want to lose it at 24? He wanted to lose it to Edge. And Edge didn't want... You have to watch the documentary, but Edge was like, no, I, I'm not... That's not my... No, not me. Not me. Really? He... So, wait. Taker wanted Edge to retain to at WrestleMania 24. Yeah. Before he was even 16 and 0. He wanted to end the streak at 15 and 0. Well, you have to remember, the year before... Edge lost his first WrestleMania. WWE missed a golden opportunity. They could have had Edge undefeated going up against Undertaker undefeated at that point. But they missed the opportunity because Edge lost the year before at WrestleMania. Yeah, okay. They messed that up. So, you know, whatever happened, happened. And then the streak just became its own thing. Undertaker Undertaker hadn't even been paying attention to the streak until pretty much around that whole Edge-Randy Orton era when he started having those really good matches. I mean, yeah. he's got, he had some really crap matches at the beginning of the streak. You know yeah. what I mean? Giant Gonzalez, Jake the Snake Roberts. You know, yeah. it is what it is. But it was when it, when it got to about, so it was it was Edge at 24. It was Michaels at 25 and 26. It was Taker at 27, 28. You know, Triple H at 27, 28. 20, that's what I meant. Yeah. Triple H at 27, 28. 29 was Bray? No. No, Bray was after he lost. Bray was at 31. Yeah. 29, he faced... Why can I not remember? I don't remember. But regardless of what it was, I know that the initial his, he initially wanted it to be Edge. So if you have Keith Lee, who already kind of got a rub from Brock Lesnar... At, I think I remember who it was. It was against Punk. That's right. It was Punk. Yep. And it was a 40-minute match. Yeah. So... That was an, that's where Lee gets his rub, is by beating Lesnar. Yeah. Okay. C- could you do something different, like you were saying? Yeah. Have him go, have Lashley win the title, and then have Lee go after the title that way. Yeah. Give him the U.S. Championship. Th- th- that works as well. I just I'm looking much bigger picture here. Yeah. Lee's big rub is going to come when he beats Lesnar. Yes. That's, that's his big match. Yeah. He beats Lesnar, and I'm not talking about like he goes in there and he has a. Tw- a 15-minute match with Lesnar. No. He goes in there and he Goldbergs Lesnar. Yeah. He ends the match in four minutes. But, uh, I th- yeah, okay. Because I was going to say, is Lesnar going to let that happen? Yeah. He did it with Goldberg. Yeah. He did it with Goldberg. Well, he did it with Goldberg, but then he also faced Goldberg again and beat Goldberg yeah, for the belt. Yeah, but that was that was all set up. You got to remember, Lesnar doesn't want too much more time in the ring. He comes in. He comes in for big paydays. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So he comes I, in for oh it could happen at Saudi, could because I was gonna say when are they gonna set this match up yeah, for it, yeah, it could be gonna, a Saudi. When are they gonna do Saudi though? I know it's gonna take some time. Yeah. All right. So we had the whole Randall Keith Orton Keith Lee match. Yeah. Before that, I missed this part. Um, was the underground stuff where Hurt Business absolutely ran roughshod over Raw Underground? Yeah. There was so there was a scheduled match with Eric and um Ziggler. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler. And basically, the Hurt Business came in and just wrecked Raw. Laid out Eric, laid out Ivar, laid so, out Dolph. Essentially, what we thought Reigns should have done to Raw Underground is what the Hurt Business, is what the Hurt Business did. 
let the Hurt Business continue to attack Raw Underground. Let yeah. it just keep happening. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it Because I lot. like that the Hurt Business showed up at the door to Raw Underground and Shane was out there. And Shane was like, I'll open the door for you. Yeah. You guys go right in. Because he knows that if the Hurt Business gets what they want, that's big payday. Yeah. Because this whole Raw Underground thing is a fight club. Yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, it's got a fight. So well, Shane's like, "Oh, this is big payday. These guys coming. This is going to be good stuff for me." Mm-hmm. So then we had the Randy Orton match and the whole backstage stuff, setting up that. And then our main event, or not our main event, our semi-main event, the second match, which lasted about six and a half minutes, the lumberjack match for the Raw Women's Champion. Yep, clean finish. Yeah. I mean, Lumberjack Another match. bank statement. Not bank statement. Um, uh, Oscar Lock. With Banks tapping. Yeah. Yep. No help from no help from Bailey. Nope. So th- that's just creating more and more and more of the dissension. More an, uh, animosity between the two of them. Yep, exactly. And then we get to the main event, which is which the tag is team the match. Tag team, champ, uh, tag team match, which you said this was going to be a tag match at... Uh, no, it wasn't you. It was Matt that was telling me that they're going to have a tag match at payback mm-hmm. i said no it's more like that's gonna happen at raw which we could see a ray versus seth match at payback which ain't gonna happen because retribution came Destroyed in and wrecked Mysterio. the hell out of everybody yep. no they wrecked the hell out of the faces because seth and murphy skirt uh, skedaddled yeah. yeah and was laughing the whole time did you notice retribution was smaller this time yeah they are a large group of 30 or give or take but they only need to send a few people here and there. Yeah. Um, Do they it, have a different retribution for Raw and SmackDown? I don't know. It just seemed weird that they weren't at SummerSlam. It did. I agree with you 100%. They should have done something at... at, at yeah, I, it, it was a complete missed opportunity. But then again, you're not going to have retribution close out the show when you had Roman Reigns come out and close out the show. Yeah, and they're not going to put retribution somewhere anywhere else. It, yeah, they're not going to put him in the middle of the night, you know no. what I mean? Because if they come in at the middle of the night, they've got to ruin the rest of the night. Yeah. So. But that basically finishes Raw. Yeah. It was um, a good show. I mean, it, it was I give it, it a was, solid, like, B minus, C plus. Yeah. It wasn't anything that blew my mind. It was nice to see the viewership up because, obviously, Keith Lee, anticipation. Yeah. Um, obviously, the fallout from Randy Orton versus um, Drew. Drew. But, man, when, they, when Raw hits some lows, man, they hit some lows. Yeah. That Lana stuff. That Natalia stuff. There was no need for that. God, I mean, what are they trying to do with Mickey James? <laughs> I don't. I just don't get it. I no. just don't get it. Um, I mean, those types of segments are really what drags me out of watching WWE in certain points. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll fast forward. I just won't watch the segment because yeah. it's just not worth it to me. Because there's a lot of good stuff still on. Oh, there's Raw a lot of good stuff. Like I said, this whole COVID era has been pretty good wrestling. You know what I mean, yeah, I'll be a couple of segments. The highs have been very high. They have, they have, but there have been some very low lows. Yes, that, yes, but the I think the highs have definitely outweighed the lows. If you go and you look back at WrestleMania and Extreme Rules and, and TLC, all the takeovers in your house, Great American Bash, everything has when they've hit their highs, they've definitely hit their highs. Yeah, They're two lo- huge championship wins in NXT alone between yeah. EO and Keith. Yes, the the fact that. You talk again. Want to go back to Pat McAfee? If anybody doesn't listen to the Pat McAfee show, Which, he had a full breakdown of his match on his show today, 
And he talked about how like this was his dream. Yeah. Like, he was so happy to finally get in the ring. And he made a couple of mistakes. And that's why he lost the match. You know, Adam Cole baited him to kick the the, the ring steps. And yeah, it's great because th- during this, he calls out Triple H. Yeah. So there's talk that there's a possibility that that was not his only match. That Pat McAfee will have a couple more matches. And I'm fine with that. Because he showed he could be in the ring. Yes. That's that's all that matters. Dude, yeah. he showed he could be in the ring. Yeah. Like I said, to me, he outperformed Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. I agree. Thinking he, back at it, watching both matches back. And I'm not saying Dominic... I know yesterday I was a little hard on that match. I'm not saying that Dominic had a bad match. I just didn't like the Ray, the Ray Mysterio aspect yeah. of that match. And I clarified that yesterday. And I will re-clarify it again today. Dominic was not the weak link in that match. Was Seth right. was not the weak link in that match. I just did not like the aspect of Ray being groveler in yeah. that match. The thing was, is I did not expect that out of Pat McAfee. I didn't expect him to actually do the Jeff Hardy swanton bomb. And I didn't expect him to do a backflip off the top I rope. I didn't expect that match to be what it was. No, I didn't at all. I mean, <laughs> it, it's not a five-star match. No, it's, it's a strong it's a three, three plus. Three and a half. Three plus, you know three what I mean? Three and three-quarter match. Exactly. But... Anywho, that basically finishes off our Raw recap. We will be meeting again on Friday with our WWE NXT on Wednesday and our AEW Dynamite on Thursday, um, which I think is cool. They have uh, live fans in AEW again. Yeah, I know. Very limited, Yeah, but they do have live fans, which kind of adds a little bit more to the atmosphere at Daly's Place. Yeah. But we will bring you guys those recaps on Friday and then following SmackDown on Saturday. Um, but if you have any questions before then, you can hit both of us up on our personals or on at, I think it's Double Doink, uh, Double Doink Pod. I'll, it'll be in the description of uh, our um, upload, upload um, t- for Twitter and Instagram. Um, so you can definitely go follow us over on there or hit us up with questions or what have you. Uh, if you have any concerns about the show or if you guys have any Feedback. suggestions as to what you want to hear on the shore, show, not the shore, on the show. Uh, definitely let us know down there, and we will basically talk to you guys on Friday. Sounds so, good to me. I have been Josh. I've been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.